Hi, I'm Casey. I'm Jackson. We're musicians. We're getting married. And this is our podcast. Welcome to The Experiment. With me every day. Can we sing together till we're old and gray? I hope it never ends. You are my best friend. There's no one like you. There's no one like you. Nothing I can do. Ooh, ooh. There's nothing I can do. Ooh, ooh. There's no one like you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. My name's Jack. I'm Casey. How's it going, y'all? Hey. Relationships. Hashtag. No, no, it's hashtag relationships. Hashtag, yeah. That matters. Right. Yeah. Oh, wait, like if you, you, so you're saying if you put the hashtag after relationship, it doesn't work as well. It doesn't function as a hashtag at all at that point. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to today. Dang. Um, No wonder none of my hashtags work. Yeah. So this is um, one part of being in a relationship with someone and it's, it's called understanding yeah. I understand that you are bad at this stuff. Right. <laughs> sure, you need to understand your partner. And I think love is understanding. I think those two are, are synonymous because yeah. you, you, you want to understand your partner and that's sort of a labor that you do okay. in, as of love. Wanting to understand, I think. Yeah. But, you know, we're kind of diving in um, like... Just full on. Yeah. Because you can't right really now. understand somebody. I think we should just go with it. Like if we're in the deep end already, that's cool with me. You know yeah. what I mean? I got my floaties on. All I, got right. my, I got my arm floaties. Well, okay. On and relationships, my baby. And my tiny, I... my tiny goggles. Okay, okay. Oh my that God. fit my tiny mm-hmm. eyes. So I love you. I love you too. And I am super excited to be in a relationship with you. Absolutely. But a romantic relationship is just one of so many different kinds of relationships that we're in throughout our lives. So many different types of relationships. So what's the first relationship that we're in? <sighs> That's the thing. You have a relationship with people, obviously. Mm-hmm. Animals. Mm-hmm. Plants. That's right. So, like, the people that raise you, you know? like things like music. Your parents, your guardians. Yeah. Th- those are your real first relationships with yeah. people is, is the people that raise you. Right. And there's a lot to learn from those relationships, and that puts a lot of stress on parents. Right. And so, I can say that because I am one. And yeah. now I'm realizing that... I have to be good so Asher knows what to do and what not to do. <laughs> yeah. There's all this research on what what the best way to uh, to raise your kids is, which is really just a relationship you have with your kids. Yeah. I don't I know if there is a, a like a manual on how to do that. I think I remember my mom saying that a lot as when I was a kid was there's no damn manual for this. So there is not. Pretty sure there's not. There is not. There's that Dr. Spock book. But I don't know what that is. I know who Spock is. This was a different Spock. This was the baby Spock. There's you don't only know the famous, one Spock. The famous Dr. <laughs> Dr. Spock book? No, it's like 
back in the 60s and 70s, it was like the baby book. It's got the little Gerber mm, baby. That's a little front, ahead of my like, time. Anyway, it was like the Doctor Doctor Spock, but he's yeah. not he's not Spock the Vulcan. Well, then I don't know if I even have any respect for this person. <laughs> I want to know what Spock has to say about relationships. Spock doesn't really see the need for relationships, probably. Oh, but but he's got them, and he does great. Yeah. And you know what? It's logical. In this new one, he's, it's logical to he have and, relationships. He, he loves Ahura. Yeah, and then yeah. Do you think that was a thing back in the original series that he and Uhura were together? Do you think oh, there was of... there was total chemistry because Kirk kissed Uhura famously. I think that was the first interracial kiss on on TV ever. Wow. Uh, but I forget what the context of it was. Well, why why did it have to be? It should have been Spock. Yeah, I think it should have been Spock. Then it could have been the first interspecies interracial. Oh kiss. wow! Yeah. Either way, half Vulcan. That's hot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Spock's all about Uhura. Yeah. He's like, oh, looking good in your uniform today, Uhura. Mm -hmm, and she's mm -hmm. like, she's like, look at my green earrings. She's like, mm-hmm. Like, I ain't got, I ain't got time for you, Spock. Nah, -uh, she loves him. Oh, she's like, you play. Are... Spock, you a player. <laughs> Stop. You got time for Spock players. Stop. All right. Okay. It's, you know the ears, though. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> What? You know what they say about the ears. <laughs> I don't know. They're Vulcan ears. They're pointy. It depends on the day and yeah. the prosthetics, yeah. I guess. <laughs> the um, best and whoever in the whoever did the makeup for the day, <laughs> the best meets in the middle. It is. God. Okay, okay. We're getting way, way off topic way already. Off topic. And we are only like two minutes into this. So what was the topic? Relationships. So relationships. Hashtag. Oh, my God. Hashtag um, relationships. So, babe, we've been in uh, a very friendly relationship, a uh, romantic relationship, for over two years. Yes. Are you bored with me yet? No, not at all. Oh, wow. That's a relief. I was scared for a second. <laughs> no. I don't think if you're getting into a relationship for excitement and uh, to not be bored, then you're that's the wrong reason to be in a relationship. Okay, okay. But do you think that keeping it interesting and keeping it weird is important yeah definitely that should you for should. me personally that's pretty important yeah i don't oh. like stale i don't like vanilla no 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 a good I relationship don't even like, should should enhance your own ambitions like you it yes. should make you the best person while you're also making that other person the best person so naturally yes. you should want to go and and do new things because who wants the same old thing every day i crave random stuff coming that's why i like playing music is like you get these random gigs that you're gonna play and mm -hmm. you don't know when they're gonna happen mm -hmm. and stuff. And yeah, see that's so that's why I think I really want to keep things fresh and interesting is because, you know, we've all been in failed relationships before. And I feel like I kind of figured out a little bit of, you know, what not to do. And one of those things is to just fall into the monotony of day-to-day -day life with someone. Yeah. And every once in a while, things get boring. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, oh, my God, pull yourself out of the rut, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's good for it's good for the individual. Right. You know, to, like, know that there's something unexpected to be had. And, sure. Um, I always like things to look forward to and I like organization but I really love being with you because you shake it up for me I like being with you too because you're chaos in a bottle <laughs> in a very shapely voluptuous bottle well I was just thinking about how some people's there's all different types of relationships romantic relationships for mm -hmm, sure mm -hmm. and you never know what 
people are really like when they're alone, you know? So mm-hmm. there's, you can, you can say these people would be better off if blank or whatever, but you never know what people are really like and what people are going through. And I mean, I think that in some people's relationships, they, there's definitely a healthy amount of individuality in a relationship. Like, like I was saying, when you're in a good relationship, you should be building the person up mm-hmm. to be the best person they can be. Uh, and at the same time, yourself be being built up. But uh, you Your know. individuality being built up is yeah. what you're saying. Well, just... I love you as an individual. Yeah. And I have no desire to change you or to, like, right. you know, I mold you into anything that I have expected because you are amazing and wonderful just the way you are. Same. Yeah, because that's unhealthy. Yeah, like, um, I, I mean, I've been in relationships before where the person is just constantly waiting for you to make the decisions, waiting for you to do, you know, what you want to do so that they can, you know, avoid rocking the boat and avoid, you know, any kind of, like, drama or turmoil. And you can't avoid those things, you know? No. Like, you always have to speak up because that just turns into resentment. Definitely. It's like, Definitely. who who am I with? Yeah. And I know I'm definitely with you and you being kind of, um, I was going to say bullheaded, but you're not bullheaded. You're just, you just have a strong opinion and that's new for me. And I freaking love it because you hold a mirror up to me. Right. Cause you have a strong opinion. I yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I've never had to learn, um, you know, compromise before. Do you because think, I, sorry, go ahead. Well, tying that back to your early relationships, who who do you, who do you remember as your earliest people in your life? Like who, who's you know? I remember my dad. Yeah, my parents, my uh, siblings for yeah. sure. And um, your siblings, yeah, so that's different. Uh, when I was me. really really little, um, I've always been going back and forth between homes. Um, I remember my stepdad being a really big part um, of my life because he was like. I remember if I try really hard, I can remember when he was kind of like this new guy and I was spending one-on-one time with him because mom had to go to work. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of the relationship that you and Asher have. Right. And like, I loved him. I mean, that was, that, that we had some fun times. Yeah. And, you know, just, I don't fish or anything anymore, but he took me fishing and we would go hiking and taught me how to ride a bike and how to whistle. And, (laughs) you know, I mean, we'd go blackberry picking and we'd go um, hunting for morel mushrooms. And I mean, there are so many good memories that I have. The earliest memories that I have with someone thinking I have to build a relationship with this person. And of course I was a little kid, so I wasn't really thinking in those terms, but I was like, okay, this is my life now. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's just, you don't, you know, you don't know any other way. So it's just like that person just exists in your life. And that's why talking about relationships, you know, we, we get pretty meta in this podcast. We, we talk about talking about talking about having thoughts, thinking about having thoughts, you know what I mean? Like it, it gets pretty cyclical. And uh, relationships is one of those things because it's, I mean, unless you're completely isolated, even then you have a relationship with yourself. Even then you have a relationship with, you know, whatever other realm, whatever you want to call God. Yeah. But like, talk about how like stunted that makes you as, as a person not having people in your life. 
like isolation punishment. Yeah, humans are social beings. It's one of those cruel and unusual punishments. Yeah. And I mean, I remember hearing the uh, the desert island guy. What's his name? Survivor, Survivor bro. Talking um, about Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the actual Survivor bro. He's he has um, Wilson the volleyball. Yeah. yeah, but he you know he was talking about being on the island for you know thirty days and no no contact with people. His best friend that, was a sports ball. Even that short amount of time was... Okay, but you're not talking about Tom Hanks. Nope. Um, you're talking about Survivor Man. Yeah. And Survivor Man, um, Les Stroud, is actually one of my heroes. Is, it the, is that the one that we're... Yeah. Yes. He's the one that was... Les, the Canadian. Yeah. Dude, it's he's on, just it's such a great, a great, beautiful person. He does survival for the sheer humanity of it. Like, it, it strips all of your id... You know, and then you just go straight to like having to eat grubs and stuff to s- keep your heart beating. Yeah. I mean, that nothing will take you away from any kind of ego, anything that you think you are. Yeah. Then, you know, living outside under the elements. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, having oh, to. You mean I don't get my. My fancy macaroni and cheese dinner. No. No. Your craft dinner. Eat some <laughs> eat some sticks. Yeah. That's what I'd be eating. Cause I I wouldn't be able to eat any bugs or yeah. animals. So I would just eat sticks. You That's chew on cool. those sticks and it's good for your teeth. I'm cool with dying. Like I would rather die in the wilderness than eat animals to survive. <laughs> I couldn't live with that karma. I'm sorry. I know I'm I might get some hate for that one, but I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. I would be so mad at myself. Well, you know, with a little bit of time and planning, you wouldn't have to eat animals. You could you could find you know, I think that eating I, e- eating animals in a hunting survival situation would be like a last ditch you're you need food or you're gonna die type of thing i think the only reason if i like if i would ever do that um and if there was absolutely no other way for me to survive it would be for asher yeah and to protect her to whatever but other otherwise i'm bye guys <laughs> I'll see you like, next time. <laughs> like would you sleep inside of a tauntaun i hear that they're um pretty smelly yeah but i mean like to survive i don't know i don't like stink i don't like stinky do you remember the Star Wars Tauntaun toy that you could actually put Han Solo inside of? Do you remember um, the, the Tauntaun toy um, a s- sleeping bag that you could crawl inside and it looked like guts on the inside? No way. Is that for real? Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's scratch and sniff. Okay. Not really. Oh, okay. I'm in a weird mood right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. I, I, that has to really exist though. It does, but not. it's not stinky. This doesn't smell bad. So... um. It, a part of relationships, you know, sometimes is you take it to the next level. And, um, you know, for the longest time, I didn't believe in marriage. Yeah. I was raised in a divorced household and I only saw um, the pain. I never saw the good part of mm-hmm. marriage. Never. Didn't see it. Didn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. It wasn't until I wanted to have a baby that I even considered it. Um. But now I realize that you can just get married and divorce as many times as you want. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I can't wait to marry you. I can't wait to marry you either. I don't want to divorce you, but I mean, no. that's an option. So. No, definitely don't want to divorce you. No. So. <laughs> we're just just not getting married. Planning. While we're planning the wedding, I, yeah, I'm struggling. Yeah. I need your help. Yeah. It's um, a lot to plan. Anyone knows any uh, cute little 
venues or outdoorsy spots to get married. Um, I'm preferring the Eureka area. It has a lot to do with um, the formulation of my and Jack's uh, relationship our earlier days. A lot of that time was spent in Eureka. It's pretty sweet. Um, but anyway, anyone knows anything, you know, hit me up. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. Um, find a uh, venue to have the ceremony and I guess the party afterwards. Yeah. Um, but nobody's invited. It's really small. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. Um, we just need help planning it. We don't need help celebrating. Right. You guys can look at the pictures after. Yeah. We both have been married before. We're not looking for, you know, big over the top expensive thing. We just want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> we want yeah. it to be pretty and we want it to be low key. Yeah. Cause that's who we are now. Yeah. Yeah. Low key. Yeah. I mean, the party will be a rager, but again, that's TBD. Yeah. I'm, I'm picturing something outdoors. Outdoorsy. Same. Um, okay. So, um, un- okay. Earliest, earliest relationships, you know, family, mm-hmm. guardians, you know, the people that raise you. Yeah. That kind of um, sets the baseline for who you look for in friends. Mm-hmm. And I have lifelong friends that I started making at 11 yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. Um, Felice. Felice and I became uh, like immediate best friends in um, sixth grade. Yeah. Uh, old high middle school. And we used to go, we used to go to the library so that we could um, use the Ouija board. Right. Yeah. They had, a, they had a Ouija board in the library. No, we made we made one. So it was a spirit board, really. Yeah. But um, that was fun. Um, saw my first ghost at Felice's house. Why would you go to the library to use the Ouija board? Um, I, I forget how we actually were able to leave class to go to the library. Mm-hmm. I forget. Um, but we did. And we had this friend, Erica, that would meet us too. And so it'd just be the three of us and we'd find some aisle to duck back into. And then we would just use the spirit board for a little bit. And we'd be like, cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we'd like run back off to class. Yeah. Um, and that was fun. That was really great. That was like, um, I mean, I was finding my individuality in relating to other people like me, you know, which is so cool because, I mean, Felice and I are still just, she's my oldest best friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who were some of your lifelong best friends and when did you meet them? Um, I guess me and Seth, you know, I met him in high school. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You were in... Um, the band with him. Yeah, this the, the Simon Isaac and Garfunkel, Isaac and Andrew, the Simon yeah. and Garfunkel band. <laughs> That's cute. And we're still friends, and uh, you know, I've I've got some some friends from Detroit who were musicians that I met in college that, mm-hmm. that are main friends with. So, but yeah, that's that's some have some lifelong lifelong friends. You know, we don't communicate very often anymore, but well, we but do, that's that's kind of a part of it. Yeah. You know, like you always maintain this odd closeness with those people and why i mean is it the formative years that you met during that you just have you know something that you relate yeah on that no one can take from you or no one can change yeah or you're together at a point in your life where you have this connection and then no matter what happens to the rest of your life you you're it's it's good to have those old friends who Mm -hmm. who know who who you are before all the 
stuff in your life happens to you, and you know, they're just like, oh yeah, I remember Jack back when he was younger, and that's yeah. Of thing. The people that will show up at your funeral and be like, she would hate this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, so I read this thing that I absolutely love mm-hmm. a while ago. Mm-hmm. And it um, is about, it's like an algorithm, but, you know, it's based on humanity and like human relationships. And so, I mean, there can't really be. A strict algorithm to that, but you know, they say they don't know who that is that you fall in love three times mm-hmm. in your life. You know, some of us more, you know, I have a tendency to fall in love, and I'm not saying that to discount my love for you in any way, but I know that I mean, as soon as I meet, you know, a friend, even I'm just like, oh, so we're gonna be friends forever, right? Mm-hmm. And then I find out that, you know, they don't really. They're not super into the friendship like I am, but right. I'm just like, wow, you know, I would have, yeah, I would have like sawed my leg off for you. Yeah. But okay. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that falling in love three times in your life, it kind of fits mm-hmm. me personally. Yeah. The first love is your puppy love. Mm-hmm. That often happens in like grade school yeah, or, you know, whatever, like when high school younger, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, then you have your soulmate. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who all believes this, but I believe in a twin twin flame yeah. relationship, and I I have found you. Yeah. And you know the soulmate relationship is something that's lifelong and and binding, but it's not what you need to grow spiritually. Yeah. And I think the twin flame relationship that I have with you. Talk about the difference between your like what you think soulmate and twin flame, like the difference. So I think that your twin flame, like I said, is something that this is going to be absolutely rough because it's the real lesson learner. Mm-hmm. That's the one that shows you your shadow self. I mean, all the parts of you that you need to work on and they don't come up to you saying you need to work on this, mm-hmm. but it's like such a match that, I mean, okay, me, me personally, I feel like you and I are opposites in a lot of cute and quirky ways. Right. You know, like you're my little church boy and I'm like your big titty goth girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But I feel like um, where it counts, you are exactly all of the parts of me that I have needed, you know, shown to me and be like, hey, you know, you're being stubborn. You've got an attitude. Um, You know, Basically, that's all that's wrong with me. I'm perfect otherwise. <laughs> yeah, but true. I've got an attitude. I'm sassy. I know. No, I've got no. I've got no problems with you. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> but great. that's a load of dookie. <laughs> yeah. no. I'm doing so good. You're my little rocket booster, babe. Yeah, but the twin flame is definitely, you know, that whole mirror thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, fighting with you is very much like fighting with myself. And that makes me step back and just be like, okay, wow. You know, I really understand where he's coming from, and I'm frustrated mm-hmm. by that. I'm frustrated that I understand. And so, you know, maybe I just need to work on that. Yeah. Why am I always, like, pushing your buttons, you know, like, why? And we, we're doing so much better now than we were when we first got together. Because when yeah. we first got together, our fights were, you know, frequent. Mm-hmm. And... 
God, I just was stuck on you from the beginning. I was like, okay, this one's worth keeping. Same, babe. You're worth fighting for a million bazillion times, but I really like that we don't fight very much anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't need to be fighting each other. I agree. Yeah. That goes back to the thing, you know, where we need to be showing Ash or what to look for. Um, in even friendships, you're my best friend, Jackson, best you friend. are my best friend. And I want to treat you with like the dignity and the respect and the honor that I know you deserve. Thanks, babe. Same, same to you. Oh yeah, Absolutely. I know, baby, you do. <laughs> Absolutely. One thing that I love so much about, um, the way you treat me is you're constantly letting me know how much you appreciate me. And that's so important. I've, I've never had that before. Yeah, same. I feel like you really like me and that's yeah you're so cool it's hard it's easy to be in a relationship with someone who then grows to not like someone or once the differences pop up and you know you just resent the person you don't like them but i feel like we just we really get along and we love each other and like each other it's mm -hmm. important one thing that i've had to learn with you is to give you space because that's something that i just was never good at mm -hmm. i i want to be all up in your business and you've, you've taught me how to be alone in that, like how to step back and take time and seek, you know, how I really feel. Yeah. And yeah. that's so important. I mean, I, I'm so like, I have such codependent tendencies and everything, I guess, that I'm just like, no, 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 I need you. Help me. Help me how to feel. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You can't get lost in a relationship. Yeah. You, should, you shouldn't get lost. You should find yourself in a relationship. True. Yeah. Yeah. When you lose your... When you lose your personality to someone else, like it just becomes this watered down, yeah, thing. yeah. You, uh, you definitely don't squander my self expression in any way, and I really appreciate that as well. I mean, I'm always getting, you know, some sort of new piercing or tattoo, and you're just like, sure, babe, cool, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I freaking love that. Mm -hmm. Every other person I've ever been with before is just like, I don't know. I don't know about that. How's that going to look? I don't know. Dude, I don't care. I want to do what I want to do. And being supported for it, wow. Yeah. 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 That's silly. You should be able to do what you want to do. <sighs> Thank you. I love you. Because I'm going to anyway. <laughs> so, Casey, relationship quiz time. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so, this is from the five love languages. Are you are you aware of the love languages? I know my love languages. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a quiz. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a quiz. Do this, you know the five love languages? Yeah, yeah. There's like Will pizza. Okay. Cottage cheese. Mm -hmm. Um, cookies. Beep. That's a food pyramid. Beep. That's not even the, the food pyramid. <laughs> there's, the there's the cookie group. I think that's like the bad part of the food pyramid. There's the cookie group. And then at the top, there's like apples. And then um, below that is salad. And then cookie group, <laughs> uh, fudge group. And then like stuff that, that is like made of ice cream is one of the groups. Like ice cream sandwiches are sub Stuff sub that's made of ice Okay. Stuff that's All made right. of ice cream. Mm, okay. It reminds me of the Ron Swanson Babe, uh, inside your brain, of greatness. <laughs> inside your brain must be just the most colorful, like, Dr. Seuss mm -hmm. it's creation. It's things made of ice cream. Okay. It, that, it, 
It, All right. It's relatable because so everyone likes ice cream. the five love languages, I think, so, okay, I know a couple of them. Yeah. Time spent. Yeah. I I think that's mine. Or quality time or whatever. Right. I think that's mine. Right, right, right. There's time spent. Gift giving. Gift giving. There's screaming is one Baby. of them. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Okay, so all right. After, so we don't know. The you take love this, languages. Yeah, I think, I think lo, like lonely, figure it out. Loneliness or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Here it, it's Casey. Yeah, it's more meaningful to me when I receive a long note, text, email for no reason from my loved one, or my partner and I hug. B, but I man. Is it more meaningful to you when I, you receive loving? I, I think lots, a, like a long-winded note, because it's like you're clearly trying to express something to me, and oh, it's like a hug that you write down. It's it's like a hug for my brain. Okay, so not the hug. I love your hugs. You hate hugging, and you oh, like. Oh, I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm clicking that. Okay. okay. It's more meaningful to you, Casey, when you can spend time alone with your partner, just the two of us, like that song. Is is this a true or false or what? Or. Oh. It's an or. Okay. Go faster. I have ADD. <laughs> you lost me. I'm thinking about hot dogs. I forgot what we're doing. It's more meaningful to me when either I can spend time alone with my partner. I'm hungry. Just the two of us. Or. My partner does something practical to help me out. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like that one. Oh, yeah. Which one? Well, I don't, I like both of them really, but, um, okay. So it's either, um, quality time or, or acts of service or something like that. Something practical to help you out. You know, I really love it when you help me. I think that's incredible. That shows me that you're like, you that know is what? super important. She needs help. In a, I'm going to do it. And yeah. I'm like, thank you. How I freak out when you do the dishes. I'm like, babe, <laughs> thank you. Okay, very good. Who now, needs diamonds when your man does the dishes? <laughs> yeah. It's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a little gift as a token of our love for each other. Or I get to spend unrim. <laughs> I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with my partner. I think the second one. I don't need little gifts. I just want. Yeah. I just want. When you receive a little gift as a token of our love. What if the gift. I don't freaking need your money, bro. What if the gift was a token? Like Like, a Chuck E. Cheese token? Yeah. Depending on um, if it's going to get me something good. No. no, I, I stand by my answer. Okay. Um, so uninterrupted leisure time with my partner. Yes. Which means couch hangs, watching mystery science theater, 3000. <laughs> most quizzes, uh, most good quizzes are kind of more, uh, v- veiled about, I mean, it's pretty obvious what you're answering when you answer these questions. I would hey, prefer, I prefer a quiz that's a little more psychological. You gotta keep going. You're losing me. me. Like, okay. It's more meaningful to me when my partner unexpectedly does something for me, like filling my car or doing the laundry, or my partner and I touch. Is that such a weird thing for people to touch? Oh, man. We touch all the time. I don't know. If if I had to pick between the two, I would say that I need you to, like, show me affection and 
pet my legs and pet my hair and kiss me on the forehead and other wifely things. Mm -hmm. I wonder if this unexpectedly doing something like filling the car or like the laundry has is like a gift. I just love it. Uh, I think it's an act of service. So that's the one you're picking? No. No, I'm you're picking, picking the, the touch. Par- my partner and I touch. I need, I need your hands on my body. Okay. It's more meaningful <laughs> to me when my partner puts his or her arm around me when we're in public. Whoa. Or my partner surprises, surprises me with a gift. Oh, I... Give me the PDA all day long. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, Over yeah. a gift? Yes. What if it's a new car? I... You can't like in the commercials. I mean, you can like hug Christmas, a car, I Christmas guess. Christmas morning but... car with a giant bow on it, or like holding hands. Babe, I give me a break. I want you. Alexis I want you to snuggle me. I want you to like, like scream in public, like I'm taken. It's the Lexus sales event, though. I love Casey. I do love Casey. Thank you. That's why I bought her this car. Next question. And I'm. And I'm hey, are you actually out, filling out the answers? I'm gonna scream out. I love this woman. <laughs> when I get you my car, and Michael gonna, Scott and Jan style. Yeah. Do you remember that actual commercial that oh. he's that he's doing a takeoff there? No. There was an actual commercial where, uh, okay, so the guy is meeting his wife or whatever, his girlfriend, and they're in the snow, and he's he's like, babe, and he holds her, and he's like, they're screaming, and he's like, I love this woman, I love this woman, and she's like, oh my gosh, oh, and she's all embarrassed. And then while she's looking around to see, like, who's oh, who's looking at us being crazy, he pulls the ring out. And she's like, oh, and she's like, you went to Jared or whatever. I oh. don't know. And he's, Every but it's kiss like, begins with K. Jared. Every kiss begins with Jared. Jared's like, hi. <laughs> Hold on. I'm Jared. Babe, are you really filling out these answers? Because yes. I have to know. I have to know. I just want to go results. down that little that that road that we just went down. Okay, that was a <laughs> okay. Yeah. Scary. That got scary. Because it's a real. That was a thing. That was a real commercial. Yes, babe. That really happened. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Keep going. <sighs> it's more the tip, me- the tip of the tongue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when. My partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. Oh, yeah, for sure. I got the inflection wrong on that. Let me do that again. <laughs> it doesn't make sense the way. I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know. It's more. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> okay. Oh. My. Mm. Ma. Mm-hmm. Ma. It's more meaningful to <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when my partner does things for okay, see I'm still not doing it right it's, <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when my partner does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things yes agreed or is oh it, what <laughs> is there a it's part written two? so badly part two All or, right, well. I, or it's like I feel connected to my partner through a hug read this one look at it Option A is my partner does things for me instead of just yapping about it. Mm. Or I feel connected to my partner through a hug. Um, I mean It's like apples and oranges there. Hug me. I would I don't know. Hug okay, me. Hug. Shut Next. up and hug me. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when <laughs> I hear praise from my partner or my partner gives me something that shows he or she was really thinking about me. No, praise me. Validate me. Praise me. 
Oh Lord, there's more. Help it's me. more meaningful to me when I'm able to just be around my partner or I get back I get a back rub. <laughs> I get a back rub or massage from my partner. Yep. That one. A back rub or a message? Yes. From my partner? Yeah. Massage. Foot rub use. A massage from if my partner. If you don't rub my stinky feet every single day after work, yeah, I feel like it's time for divorce and we're not even married yet. It's more meaningful to me when my partner reacts positively to something I've accomplished or when my partner does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy. Um, Number one, because the second one just makes me feel guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I kiss frequently or I sense my partner is showing interest in things I care about. Oh, that's tough, man. I need kisses all the time. But like, if you care about, ah, uh, no, nah, give me kisses. Yeah. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when my partner works on special projects with me that I have to complete mm-hmm. or my partner gives me an exciting gift. Oh, I think of the first one being like this podcast. Like, I love that you want to work on this with me. Yeah. I love doing this project. This with is you. quality time, man. Yeah, definitely. This is hard. Yeah. Definitely. And we're not necessarily getting paid for this, no. you know? And it's like we're taking time, you know, away from just being at home or, you know, whatever, yeah. so that we can do this. And it's like a little art project, and I freaking love it. I love it too. So thank you. Thank you Special for caring project. about this. Me too, babe. Thank you. It's more meaningful to me when my partner and I share a non-sexual touch in public or my art. Or my partner offers to run errands for me. Okay. Mom. Yes, I guess the first one. I don't know why they had to clarify. That's dumb. It's more meaningful to me when my partner does a bit more than his or her normal share of the responsibilities we share around the housework, related, etc. Or I get a gift that I know my partner put in a lot of thought into. Man, these people are gold diggers. Well, I guess gifts is some sort of... I mean, Jesus. It doesn't have to be. A gift doesn't have to be something that you. Wow, validate my existence by giving me presents all the time. Much, no thanks. Um, I don't need a gift. Give me the. How long is this ding ding quiz? So long. It's more (laughs) meaningful to me when my partner doesn't check his or her phone while we're talking, or my partner goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. Oh, I like both of those. I mean. I don't know. Probably the second one, I guess. Okay, it's more meaningful to me when I can look forward to a holiday because of a gift I anticipate receiving. Good lord. Or, I hear the words, I appreciate you from my partner. How many times are they gonna... Babe, is this even usable at this point? Like... <laughs> okay, I appreciate you so long. Oh my okay. god. My partner helps me out when he, when she I'm knows I'm tired, tired. Or I get to go somewhere while spending time with my partner. Oh, I definitely, like, okay, so if it has to do with me coming home to a clean house or you taking me out mm-hmm. to, like, a date or something, I would rather go on a date. Okay, going somewhere. Boom. Yeah. Uh, it's more meaningful to me when my partner and I are physically intimate or my partner gives me a little gift that he or she picked up on the course of their normal day. Intimacy. Give me All the right. boom boom. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when my partner says something encouraging to me or I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with my partner. Um, what was the first one? <laughs> something encouraging. Uh, Good job, Casey. Let's play games together. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Finally done with Jesus. this epic quiz. Your primary love language is physical touch. Wow. Okay. Big surprise. Big surprise. Can I read this? little blurb to you I about would it. love you to read me the blurb. This language isn't all about the bedroom. A person whose primary love language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, and head. 
holding hands mm-hmm, and thoughtful mm-hmm. touches on the arm. They didn't say head, but I said that. I threw oh, that in there. well, yes. Pats on the head. <laughs> I need head pats. Holding head, holding hands. Love holding me. Heads. We, walk, <laughs> we walk down the street just holding each other's heads in coconuts. love. Coconuts. And thoughtful touches on the arm, shoulder, or face. They can all be a way to show, they can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Yes. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Agreed. Physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in Don't any relationship. Don't neglect me. Don't abuse me. Hug me. Pat me. Pet my hairs. You know what? One of my favorite things that you do huh. that is like, I can't even feel it when you're doing it most of the time. But when I turn back and you have fallen asleep with one of my dreads in your hand. Aww. Dude, yeah. that freaking melts my heart. I just like to hold on to you. Oh, God. That's the sweetest thing. But listen to this. Listen and to you your... can be like four feet away from me and still hold my hair because my hair is so, so long. long. <laughs> it's it's, like it's a so tether. sweet, babe. Your results were... 35% physical touch. You have codependency issues. <laughs> 32% words Thanks. of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Validate me. Those two were your equally high. You know, physical touch is only like a little bit higher. Okay. And then you also got like equal quality time and acts of service were lower, but the, but the same. See. Awesome. Great. Do you want to do mine? I would love to do your quiz. Are you going to ask me questions on this one? Okay, so that was a love language quiz. Love language. And your love language is physical touch followed by encouragement. Would you think that yours is maybe similar or? Yeah, I think it's similar. I I would think think that yours is similar because you do those things for me. Mine is is definitely physical touch and like quality time is very important. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we do a lot of both yeah. of those things, you know, just like I want, chilling I want with my, each other. You're my favorite company. I want my you know? best friend to be yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah. You're my favorite company. Like Same. And that's why that's why it's so hard to get out and do things sometimes, you know, get up and go to work and, you know, go to the grocery store or whatever, especially if you're not going with me because I'm just like, oh, man, it's a bummer. Oh, it's going to be so long until I see you again, you know, <laughs> whole like few hours or something. Okay. Well. What I also, okay, so when I talk about you and I on social media, mm-hmm. I always follow it with um, these very specific hashtags. And um, one of them is Cancerian Couple. Cancerian Couple. Because you're a Cancer Sun. Yeah. And I am a Cancer Sun and a Cancer Moon. Right. We are very Cancerian. We're the crabbiest crabs. I mean, when you go into our home, it's all just like, you know, shades drawn, like lamps lit, yes. just pillows and blankets and everything. Yeah, just so cozy. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's figure out um, our Zodiac compatibility. Let's do it. Yeah? yeah. I found this BuzzFeed quiz. Okay. It's I haven't quiz? gone. I haven't gone through it yet. Yeah. I know that cancers do well with other cancers in, oh, in general. I mean, I already know that because you're by far my favorite partner that I've ever had, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think that's that has to do with some twin flame action, which you know we'll actually uh, talk about in a minute. But what I've read in the you know zodiac, like you're finding someone of your own sign is pretty is pretty pretty usually a pretty good combination. Cool. It's one of your opposite sign is usually a pretty good combination for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'd say that like cancers do well with anyone that likes to be smothered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smothering covered. Yep. Okay. 
like hash okay, browns. Okay, all right, ready? Hash browns. Which of these professions would you most prefer to have? Race car driver. Ghost hunter. Okay. Astronaut. Mm-hmm. I already know the answer. Okay. Wildlife photographer. Mm-hmm. A fragrance chemist. Yes. A private island caretaker. There's a lot of these. Wow, that's really rare. Or a stunt car driver. Is that, did you, did you seriously say that? <laughs> Race car driver? I didn't know it was going to be that goofy a quiz. So no, I, I was just kind of joking. What? Also, guys, Jackson is super psychic. It's, it's trippy driver. sometimes. Yeah, I'm just like, get out of my freaking head. <laughs> okay, so which one? Uh, one more time. Ghost hunter, astronaut, wildlife photographer, fragrance chemist, like a perfume artist. Uh-huh. Private island caretaker, not sure what that means, or a stunt car driver. Ugh. Uh, I guess private oh. island caretaker. Interesting. I would have thought jumps out at me. that you were going to say astronaut. No. No. Really? Yeah. I don't think. I'd be a ghost hunter all the way. Yeah. I just... actually almost joined um, our local paranormal gang yeah that would be fun i'm just being trying to be honest about myself i can't see myself ever actually being an astronaut although i find space travel very interesting like babe nah are you serious right now i thought 100 percent. you you even told me you're like i would go to space would you and i was like hell no yeah it would be exciting Okay, well, you're smart enough to be an astronaut. No, that's not true. Okay, but you're going to be a private island caretaker. <laughs> no, I don't well, know. Well, no, I'm thinking means. of like the actual day to day of like all those jobs. <laughs> I don't even know what that means though. <laughs> but I want to, I want to chill on a private island and uh, like, um, okay. And and private island sounds like, like Animal Crossing style. Like I don't have to like deal with a whole lot of people. Right. I like I like that a lot. <laughs> okay. I like the I like the jobs where I can just be. It doesn't say deserted island, but that's cool. Okay. Okay. Which deserted of these, island. <laughs> which yeah, that's a, that's a job. <laughs> we need you to go out to this deserted island and take care of it. And Jackson's yeah. like, "That's for me." Yeah. <laughs> well, just to uh, sweep the beach. Wow, babe. And, seriously, uh, if that's not like your personality coming through, I don't know <laughs> what is. <laughs> On your day off. You're most likely mm-hmm. putting on music and cleaning the house while you skip the majority of the playlist that you just put on. Wow, that's so annoyingly specific. Going to the grocery store when you're already hungry and buying everything. Mm, that's me. That's us when we go grocery shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Setting an alarm to get up at a decent time and then sleeping until noon. Mm. Thinking about all the things you need to do for work the next day. Making a pillow fort with your family. Going hiking, biking, sledding, or just doing something that gets you out of the house. Probably sleeping in. <laughs> you know, planning to do something and then, you know, sleeping through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which of these things would you say you're most guilty of? Taking the last piece of an appetizer for the table without pointing <laughs> to it and asking, does anyone want this? Leaving a dish in the sink for three days and telling yourself it's because it needs to soak. Mm. Throwing away the recyclables, even though you feel 30% guilty about it. Purposely ignoring phone calls from someone because you know they're a talker and you don't have the time. Buying a lot of books, even though you know you never read them. Or not putting cat back on the toothpaste. God, man. This is pretty much equally you and me. Yeah, right. Well, I definitely am not a cap on the toothpaste type person. I have to really think about it. I'll go with that one. Okay, yeah. Dude, I'm definitely taking the last appetizer. I'm definitely letting the dishes soak. Yeah, the dish thing ring home. I will never throw away something recyclable. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Won't do it. 
I will ignore phone calls and I have way too many books <laughs> and I haven't read half of them. Okay. Oops. Um, okay. Choose which of these college degrees you'd most likely pursue. Master's in celebrity gossip and tabloid? Ew. A PhD in Disney movies? Ew. A master's in six skateboarding kick, kick flips? <laughs> what? What is this question? I, I honestly don't even know what the question is. Like, this is the, so stupid. Choose which of these college degrees you'd most likely pursue. Oh, okay. A PhD in knowing only one song on, like, four different instruments? Afternoon naps? Or buying office supplies that you don't need? I, I, I do like office supplies. Buying office supplies I don't need. Really? Um... Because you know songs like every okay, I'm just gonna go with your answers. I'm not gonna question you. <laughs> Knowing one song on four different instruments. Well, I accident I accidentally picked the wrong one, and it won't let me change it. So you're getting a master's in skateboarding kickflip. Yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> okay, six directors want you to pay for the film rights to your life story. Whoa, that's a risque film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. How many directors? Six. Okay. But each director wants to take the movie in a different direction. So you sell the rights to Tim Burton, um, the director who's solely looking to use it as Oscar bait, the director who will turn it into a Hitchcock like thriller, um, the director who will use Muppets, mm. um, the director that overuses sound effects. Or the director who's wearing a scarf and a beret. Yeah, yeah. I want the one that overuses sound effects. Oh my god. Yes, that would be you. Yeah, I want, boy, yeah, I want stupid things. <laughs> okay. Like when I hung my horn, I want it to be like... Whoosh, whoosh, you know? whoosh. Yeah. That's a fight, by the yeah. way. Yeah. That's then, people getting punched. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe when I flush the toilet, it's like... That was a car driving past, really. Nice. That's good. Thank you. Let's do it at the same time. <laughs> we did it different ways too. Okay. Here, do it again. Do it again. No, I'm confused. What are we doing? I went up and down that time. Okay. One more time. Okay. You found the ambition <sighs> to start a new DIY project. I sought through yours, and yours were <laughs> seriously lame. Okay. Yours was the same questions over and over again. Yeah, it was. And you know what? Deal with it. <laughs> okay. Um, we're starting a new DIY project. Which one do you attempt? Making a shirt that the pattern assures you is easy. Installing a new shower head that makes you feel like you're showering under a waterfall. You've literally done that. Making a cake that you saw on Pinterest that you only have half the ingredients for. Tie-dyeing some of your existing clothes. Planting some new flowers, attempting to do woodwork. You can't just bake. You can't with half your ingredients. No, that's really freaking dumb. Thing. You yeah. can cook. You can watch a baking show with half the ingredients. You can't cook. Just do that. Yeah, specifically baking requires it's science, man. It's stuff. chemistry. Yeah, you can't just wing it. All right, so we're doing a shower head or what? Gross, and that irritates me that people think you can just wing it. Finally, no. you can do that with cooking. Not with baking. No, you can't with baking. Not okay, really. so which one? Uh, the the one that I you did the shower head. The shower head. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I have for a shower head that is. Like Are you a ready? This is the last it's, one. It's like a waterfall. Yeah. 
it also has a prison shower option. Prison shower where you switch so, it and it's like, Psh. Sometimes when we're in the shower together and I've got soap in my eyes, you're like, get ready. And then you flip the switch and it's ice cold because it's just coming out of those jets. And you're just like, prison, prison shower. shower. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it wakes spikes you up. in my eyes. The way it shoots is like hard. Yeah. The it, The droplets are like knife shaped or something because yeah. like it hits your face and it's like ah! right and i don't know why they have those in jail but apparently uh it's the safest you can't you can't shank someone with it you know what i will say what <laughs> per- shower. <laughs> the shower in jail is the most welcoming part of the jail yeah so i'll take prison shower <laughs> yeah a nice <Okay>. hot <laughs> shower as long as the button stays pushed in and then you gotta yeah. push it again yeah 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 things with water boiling hot okay yeah finally and most (laughs) importantly choose the zodiac sign that you feel you relate to the most it doesn't have to be your own aries i'm ambitious and strong-willed and i like feeling needed we're gonna go through all the signs yeah get ready all right taurus i'm brutally honest a doer and i always see endless possibilities virgo I like order and control. I'm hardworking. Wait, and I'm incredibly diligent. Why is Virgo after Taurus? Gemini! I'm a good communicator. I'm persuasive and I can be a bit of a gossiper. These aren't even in order. Capricorn! I'm focused, determined, and loyal. Sagittarius! I'm adventurous and free-spirited, and sometimes I leap before I look. <laughs> Pisces, I'm inquisitive and sympathetic, and I'm a people person. (laughs) I'm running out of voices. Leo, I'm one of a kind, independent, and I don't need anyone's validation. Libra, I'm loving. I've got a little bit of a temper, and I'm passionate about everything. Cancer, I tend to be overcautious and nurturing, and I value security. <laughs> Aquarius, I'm logical, level-headed, and true to my word. And I'm out of, I'm out of voices, so. Uh, Scorpio, I'm energetic, and I like solving mysteries, and I'm competitive. Cancer, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> Definitely relate to cancers the most. I just want to go on. You're most compatible with Virgo? Jackson, who who was every Virgo that you know? I'm canceling them. My mom's a Virgo. Not all. Leo Virgo cusp. She's a Leo. Uh, Yeah, she's a cusp. She's a cusp. So what? I'm a cusp too. I, I ain't no Gemini. My, my friend Bryce is a Virgo. Um, But uh, yeah, Virgo is an interesting sign. Here's... I have, I have a, I have a, something grinds my gears about that last question. Okay. <laughs> Big time. Everything grinds my gears about that last question. What in, the, what kind of order was that, that they were, they put them, that I couldn't figure it out. There was no, it was not based on the months of the year order for those, for the signs. It was not based on their like. That sucked. Yeah. That's the official quiz on the website. That sucked. This quiz. Yeah. Sucked. Yeah. They both pretty much sucked. These quizzes suck. But I liked it. I thought it was fun. So this one says you're most compatible with Virgo uh, because both of you will genuinely care for each other. You will delight in having someone nurture you and you'll enjoy nurturing them. And the reason 
They will reason with their head and you'll reason with your heart and together you'll keep each other in check. And now I'm super jealous of this imaginary Virgo person that you're so compatible Why with. Why aren't you a Virgo? Be more Virgo. I am more Cancer than you or anyone that you have ever met or you could dream of being. <laughs> Are you super Cancer? Yeah. I am so Cancer. I'm so, so deeply Cancer that I'm actually but hurt over this right now. My feelings are hurt over you being compatible with Virgo. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And I am not that. Um, we did these really dumb quizzes, and um, that was fun, I guess. But really, what this podcast is about is relationships and the way that we interact with each other. And basically what this is summing up is just how difficult all of this is to really sum up. Yeah. We're two individual people living our lives together. And that's what being in a monogamous, like, two-person relationship is about. Yeah. You know, whether or not you're, you know, like, you're an only child and I've got four brothers and a sister. You know, um, you're... The age gap in between you and I is there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but we were both raised in a, a similar area with similar values, I think, you know, like yeah. home, down home, like country, simple, Jesus-loving family values, Yeah, you know? And so that's cool. We've got that on our sides where we both come from, like, this kind of humble upbringing. Yeah, but I wonder why this feels so different than every other relationship, and it feels so so good, you know what I mean? And I think that that, I'm not sure the answer to that, but what gets you there is uh, letting go of of things that don't serve you in yeah, relationships, you definitely. know, like for me, getting clean was necessary for me to be in a relationship. I couldn't, I couldn't be an addict and even in a relationship with yourself, be in a relationship. Yeah. You have to have in a relationship yeah. with your parents. You have to be somebody that you, you can stand in order to find somebody that can yeah, stand you. Yeah. For sure. I've I've uh, done the same thing actually. Like I I come from being um, just a completely different person since meeting you. I I had no idea that I had so much growth to do. Yeah. And wow. I mean, I think that's the difference in between a soulmate um, or any other kind of partner and a twin flame. Yeah. Um, I have the definition right here. Um, it is an intense soul connection. Um sometimes called a mirror soul and i definitely see that i mean you hold the mirror up to me when it comes to a lot of the things that i really need to reflect on literally like look into myself and fix yeah and um uh, based on the idea that one soul can manifest into multiple different bodies yeah um this kind of relationship is both challenging as well as healing and that's why I call you my little rocket booster because, like, seriously, I mean, just this past couple of years that we've been together, oh. I have just grown so confident in myself, you know, as a mama, as an individual, as, especially as a creative artist, because you support me. And yeah, absolutely. I think the, um, that, uh, it seems like people tend to, uh, from what I've read, stay in uh, relationships, uh, even if they're bad, they'll stay in them because they've been in them a long time or mm -hmm. something. Yeah, there's yeah. This, there's this, um, 
fallacy that you uh, that something has more value the more f time you've put into yes, it. Yes, just because you have history with someone doesn't mean that right. that is worth nourishing. Yeah, or anything. It mm-hmm. could be. It could be like you know a job. Yeah, or you're hanging on to some 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 dream or some mm-hmm. old something from the past that you you put value in it because you're like, well, I've been doing it for 15 yep. years. Well, you know what? It doesn't have any more value because you didn't, you know, it's still, it can still be a horrible relationship and you need to quit. You need to get out of a bad relationship. If yeah. you're in a bad relationship with someone, you need to number one, recognize that. Mm-hmm. And then you need to get away because you, there's someone out there that's going to make you feel better yeah that's, that's gonna that's gonna hit all it's gonna ring all if your you bells. ever feel isolated to the point to where you feel like you're stuck in something like that yeah building relationships with other people in like non-romantic relationships is important yeah. you know have like a safe place to go to and everything and i'm so lucky i have a huge family yeah and so i have no shortage of people to run to and people to talk to and you know you don't have as many siblings or any But you have a really great friend circle that I'm so lucky to have been, like, introduced to all your Eureka family, you know, like Kenny and Teresa. And I just love. Same. I love your friends. I love your people. I love your friends and your family. And that's another thing, man. I don't want to lose you ever because I don't want to lose your people. I don't want to lose your parents. I don't want to lose. But, again, you know, I guess guess I'm kind of going back, like. That's no reason to stay with somebody. I'm happy with you. I'm happy with you. I'm too. happy with who yeah. I am when I'm with you. Same. Same. Boom. That's High it. five. I think we did pretty good. I think we did really good. Um, I think High five for relationships. And of all kinds. Of all kinds. With your parents, with your, your parents, friends, with with things. your pets, with um the god and the goddess nature. Yes. With yourself. Dare yeah. I say that? That person, <laughs> the man or woman in the mirror. Man, I love Michael Jackson. That's why I'm starting with me. Mm. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't sang on this podcast yet. Now we have. Oh, that's it. That's all we're giving to him. Sing some darkness or something. No, uh, I believe in the thing I love. It sounded just like Casey. Well. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so high, double high five. My heart is beating so fast right High fives. Now. Here's here's for podcasting, for the relationships, and for podcasts, and hashtag podcast uh, relationships. Oh, Jackson. Mine, Baby, to, are you okay? Welcome are you to podcast. <laughs> I've been talking too long. Guys, have a great week. Enjoy this nice weather outside. Uh, I'm so sorry that this episode was like kind of grueling. Um, gruel, gruel sandwiches. It was gruel sandwiches for breakfast <laughs> and gruel omelets. <laughs> and so this is a grueling episode. Get it? Oh my god, that's an office <laughs> reference. And if you guys don't get it, I'm so sorry. Like this, this is probably pretty grueling. Gruel. Mm. All right. Well, you guys are great. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the very next uh, hashtag uh, podcast. Please tune in. Don't give up on us. (laughs) We love you guys. Love you. Bye. All music and lyrics by Jackson Gibson, performed and sung by Jackson and Casey. You have been listening to The Experiment. Follow us on Instagram at the underscore experiment underscore podcast for updates and stay tuned. Thanks for listening.